What's up, everybody, and welcome to Can I Really Make It, the podcast that explores the ups and downs of creative freelancing, whether it be photography, photo editing, videography or filmmaking, video editing, being a makeup artist, a voice actor, creative baker, clothing designer, music producer, singer, songwriter, etc., etc., etc. Anything that falls under the umbrella of creative freelancing, we will explore. I am your host, Ahmed. I'm Creative Roberson, and in this podcast, I will do my best to explore as many talent fields as I can think of and connect with as many of my fellow freelancing creatives to get their stories about the challenges they faced, how they overcame them, and how they've come out on top in a forever-changing, highly saturated, yet open market. So let's get right to it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. In this episode, we are going to be discussing customer service. Customer service is key. Customer service is everything, has everything to do with the success of your business. Customer service is life. And in this episode, we're going to discuss how truly important customer service is. Now, when I'm talking about customer service, I'm not talking about kissing up. I'm not talking about kissing butt. And I definitely do not believe the customer is always right. But you are in a position, you are in the business of providing a service and your customer is right when they pay you for said service that you promised to deliver. You need to deliver. I rate irrational, rude customers. Not for me. You can have them, but I don't want them. I, I can't deal with that type of customer. I think back in episode two, I was saying a little bit about myself, like, you know, don't start nothing, don't take nothing. And that I'm a passive person for the most part. But if you push me, I push back. I'm the type of person that'll push back. Um, Not to the point where I'll destroy my business, my brand or my name or anything like that. But the customer, you know, some people abuse that um, what is it? I guess that's a, a policy. The customer's always right. And it's the customer's always right. If you, you agreed upon something and you didn't deliver and they're upset that you didn't deliver. Yeah, they're right in that aspect. But those rude people that, you know, just come across like they're better than you because you're serving them and stuff like that. Those, those customers are not always right. You know, I had a, um, a long time ago, I used to work at this electronic store and we sold everything from CDs to TVs to car stereo, cell phones. I mean, everything. It was a one-stop shop for all your electronic needs. That store has since gone out of business, but I used to work there and I was on the sales floor. And one time when we had a big cell phone push, a big cell phone push, I mean, I'm talking back in the Pacific Bell, the Pac Bell days, when we used to sell cell phone plans on Pac Bell. That's how long ago this was, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. We had customers come in and they were interested in the phone plans and the phone deals. Now, we were instructed to let every customer know that the promotional price that we were offering or the promotion that we were offering was based on if you bought the phone and a phone plan. If you wanted to buy the phone just by itself, it was a completely different price and you had to pay full price, which was a whole lot higher than the promotional price. So anyway, you know, a customer comes in uh, 
a couple, husband and wife, and the wife comes in, and this is the crazy part about it. This threw me off. I mean, completely ruined my day, you know, just messed up my whole entire mood. But husband and wife come in, and they're all smiles. Like, hi, we're here to get a cell phone. I'm like, okay, which one are you interested in? You know, I go to the counter, show them the cell phone and all that stuff. And she takes she takes a look at the phone, and she's like, okay, I want this phone. And I'm like, okay, man, I just want to let you know that the price of this phone by itself is X, Y, Z. However, if you decide to get the phone with a plan, it's, you know, ABC for whatever, the, you know, difference in the price was. And she turns to me and says, duh, duh. You think I didn't know that? You think I didn't come here knowing what I was looking for? And I'm like, man, you know, and I'm, and like I said, I pushed back. So I, I went immediately went from being the happy on the, on the floor salesperson to what the hell did you just say to me? You know, I'm ready to go. And my supervisor was on the floor. This dude, he was a super nice guy. He was cool. But, you know, he was he was kind of like me, you know, wouldn't start nothing with anybody as passive as can be. But he didn't take no mess. You know, and he's like, uh, ma'am, what did you say? Well, I'm just letting him know that I'm not here for the I don't need no lecture. He's like he wasn't lecturing you. He's telling you what we instructed him to tell you that there's different prices for the phone by itself and the phone with the policy plan. You didn't specify which one, you know, well, I'm just saying that, no, you need to leave the store, you know? And he, he gave her the boot. And I was like, man, that is so cool that my manager had my back. He wasn't worried about the numbers or the sales and all that stuff. He was focused on how we were being treated. You know, the, in that aspect, the customer isn't always right, but I pride myself on providing good, if not, matter of fact, I'll just say it, and please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not bragging on myself, but I provide great customer service because without my customers, I can't do any of this. I can't be a freelance photographer. I can't be a Photoshop editor and tutor, teacher. <laughs> I can't be a video editor. You know, I can't make podcasts if I don't have any people to listen or, you know, people that want to pay me for the services that I provide. So I make sure that my customer service is everything. Um, that same store that I worked at, I had a plaque on the wall and a, a handwritten letter, not even typed a handwritten letter from a customer saying that I was the best sales rep she's ever encountered because I was kind to her attentive and wasn't pushy. You know, I wasn't trying to push things on her that she didn't want. I, I sold her whatever she wanted, educated her on whatever she had questions about and made sure that she got everything that she needed and understood everything that she purchased clearly, you know, and she was so happy. She, she had written a letter into the store to thank the store for hiring me and to you know, give me a pat on the back for being good at what I did. So, you know, for that lady to come in the store, like, duh, duh, trying to make me look stupid all in front of the store. And for my manager, the my supervisor to uh, escort her out the store, that was pretty cool. But again, you know, that goes back to customer service. See, on one end, I provided that exact same good customer service to that one customer who actually wrote a letter in praising how good I did my job. But then on the flip side of that coin, that's that customer where the customer's not always right. Just because you come in a store and you want to buy something or you want to uh, hire me for a specific service doesn't mean that I have to lick boot 
I'm not a bootlicker. I don't care. You know, my customer service is everything. But at the same token, I'm not licking boot. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just not how I'm built. So when you run your business, you know, even if you're working for another business, you, you know, your, your, your customer service has to be right. You can work a nine to five, take that, that experience that you have with customer service from there and bring that to your own business. Matter of fact, whatever you learned at another business, when you bring it to your business, you amplify it. You do even better because it's your baby. It's yours. So you're going to give yours more than what you were giving someone else's. So you, you can't become that go to, I mean, your goal is to be the go to photographer, go to editor, go to designer. You know, you want your customers to come back to you all the time. You want them, you want to be that one that they come to when they need something because they know you're going to deliver every single time and you deliver politely, kindly with a smile on your face, right? You can't become that go to by being rude, unprofessional, or ill-prepared. Your ship has to be tight. You know, when your customer comes to you with a request and money in hand, their hard-earned money, they expect you to provide the service that you marketed to them. And again, you need to deliver. I have a tip for you at the end of this episode. And like many of my other tips, it'll be worth writing down or saving. So, you know, continue to listen to this episode. And when we get close to the end, I'm going to try. I know I, I said I've been trying to keep my episodes at 20 or 30 minutes and I've been going over by 10 minutes. So I'm going to try to whittle it down, take those 10 minutes back. And at the end of this episode, when we get close to that 20, 30 minute mark, I'm going to deliver. I'm going to give you guys a nice tip, a nice tip that you could take with you that'll help you in your future, you know, going forward as you start to build your brand and build your business. But Back to the topic at hand, think about it like this. If you patronize the business, an established business or someone's own business, and they were rude to you and didn't provide the service that you went to them for, would you return? Would you continue to do business with them? Of course not, right? So if you conducted business the exact same way, why would your customers come back to you? You wouldn't give that. That's not a reason for them to come back. I mean, even if whatever you provided was the best in the world, but you were rude at doing it, I wouldn't come back to that. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, I need a, I need a, a painting done. And I found this guy on the side of town and he's the best painter throughout the whole city and his prices are fair, but he's rude as hell extremely rude, never answers emails. When I pick up the phone, he's huffing and puffing, giving me attitude. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to deal with that person anymore. I'm just going to go ahead and find another artist. So, you know, think about your own experiences as a customer, you know, patronizing a business, you go into a business, they're rude. You're not going back. So same thing applies to you. If you are offering a service and customers are coming to you, if you don't provide a good service to them, they're not going to want to come back. So you got to think about it like that. You know, don't think about it just like I'm good at what I do. I'm the best at what I do. So you're going to come to me no matter what. No, customer service is life. Customer service keeps people coming back to you. You know, I uh, in my photography, I use a certain brand of uh, studio lights and these studio lights are, I would say, middle grade. Not bad at all. Not bad by no stretch. They're middle grade. They're not top of the line professional lights, you know, I just couldn't afford them to be completely honest. And even more honest, I don't think the top line, top uh, grade professional lights are that much better than the middle grade that I have. But 
the thing about it is because they're middle grade, sometimes online, online forums, people will talk about how the lights, they're cool. They're not the best lights, but, and that, but is their customer service. When you call this company and you have an issue, I mean, they, I, I, no exaggeration. I think they have the best customer service I've ever experienced in my life. And even online, when people talk about their lights, they're like, yeah, the lights are cool. They could be a little bit better, but their customer service is key. Their customer service is everything. And when you call that company, I mean, come on, man. I've I've never experienced such great customer service. And I took their customer service as a template, as the guide, like, okay, this is the standard. This is what I need to provide. I'm talking their customer service is so good to the point where I, I don't call them that often because their lights actually hold, hold up pretty good. I've been using them for years and only had maybe one or two issues. And it was more like user error, not the lights messing up. But still, I would call and not only would they remember who I am because it was like a, a family owned business, a family uh, put together company. You know, they were tight knit. It wasn't some big corporate office with uh, customer service bouncing you around from department to department. You know, it was the same people that you would talk to every time because they were there. It's like almost like they were working from home, even though they weren't, they were there all the time. So I would call this cut this uh, customer service helpline or whatever. And if it wasn't the same person that picked up the phone, it, it would be one or two or three of familiar voices and they would know who I was. And I tell them what I bought. They're like, Oh yeah, I remember you. How you doing today? This, that, and the other. And they would walk me through my problem. And if the problem couldn't be fixed over the phone, oh, okay, go ahead and send your lights back in and we'll go ahead and replace this or do this for you, this, that, and the other. And I mean, you could tell they were smiling on the phone, you know, just by the, the affliction in their voice, you know, the way certain things they would say, and it would make you feel good, especially, you know, you call in, in a maybe bad mood or kind of frustrated because your lights are not working, your equipment's, your equipment's not working like it should. And you call in and they're all, it's all roses. They're all pleasant. You know, like, oh, I'm sorry, man, you're going through this, but I'm gonna help you get through this. And they, they would walk you through it and, and make you feel great. So even though their product might not have been the best because their customer service is the best, it makes you come back. It makes you go back to them. You know, I, I look at other lights online and stuff and I see other products and stuff. And it's like, okay, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having some of this top of the line gear just to see what it's like, but the customer service is so great with what I have and the lights that I have aren't bad anyway, I'm going to stay here, you know, because what if you did go to that good, good top of the line brand and you get their lights and for whatever reason, something goes wrong and it's not working like you expected it to, and you call the customer service hotline and they're giving you an attitude. You're like, man, I just paid five times more for your lights than I did for the previous lights I had. And you guys are rude as hell, man. Your customer service sucks. You are going to be upset. You're not even going to be happy that you have those lights anymore. And I'm not saying that to say that the top of the line, I mean, the top of the line company is rude with their customer service. I'm just saying, what if, you know, what if that changes everything about how you feel about a company and that applies to you. It applies to your company, which you provide. If you're providing something, if you're a clothing designer and you make the best shirts or the best shoes or the best dresses for people to wear and they love your product. But every time people call you, you're back ordered. And you're like, man, I told you I'll give you your dress when I when I get it done. 
do you really think you're going to get that customer back again? You know, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating with my examples here. I've heard stories, horror stories of people dealing with businesses that are rude like that because that business couldn't keep up with the demand of their product. I've even seen it on people's court on TV. I don't know if it's made up or not or embellished a little bit or not, but I've seen stories like that on the people's court where a mom or something would order a dress for their daughter, sweet 16 or something. And the dress wasn't ready in time because that, that's, particular clothing designer had too many orders and couldn't get them all done in time and they're in court arguing like i was back i was backlogged what do you want me to do and the judge is like are you kidding me if you were backlogged a you shouldn't have took the job if you knew you couldn't complete it in time b get yourself an assistant if you don't want an assistant and you want to make the money and keep the money to yourself deliver on what you said you were going to deliver on you you marketed this service saying that you can provide this service for X amount of dollars, whatever fee. So now that I've hired you, paid for paid for your service, signed a contract, the due date is here, and you're going to give me an attitude because you're backlogged? That's not my fault. You need to go ahead and deliver or refund me. And then when you finally do refund me, everybody, word of mouth. We talked about marketing. Word of mouth. Man, I mean, come on on that word of mouth will absolutely destroy you when people find out your customer service is terrible that you were paid for a contract paid for the design money in hand and you agreed upon a delivery date and you didn't deliver and when it came to that said delivery date you had an attitude because you were backlogged and you couldn't meet the demand your business is destroyed so you have to you absolutely have to deliver on your customer service. It is, it is a must. It is, it is the lifeblood of your business, 100% without question. And with that being said, I'm going to pause this episode right here because I'm revamping my format. Instead of producing episodes every other Tuesday, I'm now going to be releasing episodes every Tuesday every tuesday at noon so this episode is going to be broken into two parts so please come back tuesday at noon for part two for the continuation of this episode 